Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. We've got episode 60 for you this week. We were off last week. We, believe it or not, we do not make a living off of this podcast yet. So yeah. we've had some, we had some busy weeks with actually trying to make money. So no episode last week. <clears throat> uh, we'll still fill you in on some of the stuff that happened last week because I need to. And as it relates to this week as well. But Kellen, how are you doing this week? What's your number 60? What, what's going on over in Texas? Uh, doing subpar this week. Extraordinarily subpar. Lots of things happening. Uh, but dude, that song, what a throwback. I mean, my goodness. I'll tell you what, the audio quality is not going to come through like it should on that one. It, it got a little choppy for everyone listening at home, but it still takes me back. That I used to... I used to bang out to that song right there. I absolutely love AJR. Maybe we'll close yeah. with AJR today. That's, why not? YOLO, man. Get get us back to like early high school right there. Right? Is that when they yeah. existed no. for us? They still exist, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and my number 60 uh, is Dallas Keuchel. I uh, hate that guy. My least favorite White Sox player right now. He's so bad. Nice. And he's, he's such a jackass about it, too. So uh, definitely... My number 60, just so I can mention how much I cannot stand that guy. Who's your 60? I'm going to go with – that's a terrible call in the Penguins game right now. But um, Ben McGee, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, number 60. No one's okay. ever heard of him. No, Never heard of him. no. But he, Not even the Steelers close. Steelers 60. Okay. I mean, hey, um, there, there's going to be some good uh, 60s coming up. For you, there's some good Steelers offensive linemen, right? Yeah, we got yeah. the 60s are going to be a fun time for me. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. some fun as we get into the mid to upper 60s. But yeah, where should we start this week? I guess do we want to? We still got Monday Night Football happening right now as we're recording there in the second half. Do we want to start with Sunday? And yeah, should we start with Sunday night and work our way back like we normally do, or do we want to save? the epic collapse of this podcast till later that that's up to you i'll i'll, I'll let you i'll let you be the guide today because oh, yeah. i the sunday night game does involve you know your team so i'll let you we'll start with no about. let's start let's start with sunday night and to properly okay. frame sunday night first off i would like to say there's a couple ways that i can take this game and last week's game because they do intertwine in my analysis of the game and i could be the fan that comes on here and just completely blames the officiating for costing us a game. That's that could be what I could do. I could spend an entire episode blaming the officiating for the last two weeks of what's happened to the Steelers. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to turn the, I'm going to take a look in the mirror, look at the franchise inward, look at the franchise. I'm not going to blame the officials. I'm going to blame what we have control over and, I'm going to be the bigger man in that aspect, I guess. That's such so. a, like, that's su- such a cop out. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to blame the officiating, even though we all know, like, hey, I could do and, that right now. <laughs> and so this is not what this segment's going to be. So to properly do this, we have to go back to last two weeks ago. <clears throat> Mason Rudolph is named the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers because Ben Roethlisberger goes into COVID protocol. We're playing the Lions. I knew it was over. 
I knew it was over. I knew the Steelers weren't winning that game. I've said it many times. You all know that I know that they're not going to win this game. This is where it's been a big week for fire. It's a big week for fire Mike Tomlin fans. I'm not a fire Mike Tomlin guy. I'm not. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not saying fire Mike Tomlin. But correct me if I'm wrong, Kellen. The verbiage coming around the Najee Harris draft pick and everything talking about that was the Steelers have their guy. They're going to solve their issues. They can hand the ball off inside the five-yard line now, right? Yeah, and, you know, from what we've seen this year, he's he's pretty, proven to be that guy, too. Pretty big team, yeah. Every time they've done it against the Lions, you are on the goal line. You do not hand the ball off to him, and then you kick a field goal from the one-yard line when you have Mason Rudolph in there. Hand the ball off to Najee Harris. Okay, I understand that one a little bit. Whatever, you don't trust you know, Big Ben being in there is a lot better than that. So that's all I'm going to say on the Lions game. That prefaces it. Fast forward. Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> We're playing the Chargers. Holy hell. We have no defense. We have no defense. I'm going to get into that. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Matt Canada. What are you doing? You literally have four opportunities from the one yard line and not one time did they run the ball yesterday. That's the difference in the game. That's where I'm putting this difference in the game. I could talk about how Najee Harris got um, hit in the head when he was completely defenseless. I could. I'm not going to. I, no, we're not going to talk about that. I could, but I'm not the blame the ref guy. I'm not going to take down an entire podcast blaming officiating for my team's shortcomings. The defense stinks out loud. They're god awful. Um, so it is it's very much fire Mike Tomlin time in Pittsburgh for some people, because that's two bad losses. Another theme, this is such a roller coaster of a game. So the Steelers are down and out. They're getting blown out, just stinking out loud. Big Ben um, somehow, like, reverses the clock, turns the clock back about five years, throws all over the place. He's running this offense. The offense comes to life, scores 37 points. You're kidding me. Like, I mean, I would take that every single day of the week if you're telling me we're going to score, like, whatever, 39, whatever it is, 37 points, I think it was. You're going to score 37 points? I'm like, oh, yeah, the Steelers' defense is going to win. No T.J. Watt. No Minka Fitzpatrick. No Joe Hayden. No Stephon Tuitt. No anyone you can name on that defense other than Cam Hayward was not there. And Cam's wire is kind of crossed, too, a little bit. He took a stupid penalty. But, like, the secondary is trash. Justin Herbert. Oh, he looks so good. I cannot wait. It was kind of nice for me because I got to see – what it's going to look like when Kenny Pickett's playing for the Steelers next year. So it was kind of cool for me, but at the same time, Ben might play for another five years. Like that's just the, where we're... the way it looks. <laughs> after, after that game, Ben might play for another five years, but Kenny Pickett and uh, Justin Herbert look a lot alike. So I got to see what um, Kenny Pickett's going to look like in an NFL game. Now, I don't know how this math is going to work out that the Steelers will win the Super Bowl and be able to draft Kenny Pickett. I don't know how Pickett's going to fall far enough for that to happen. But, like, it's going to happen. And so buy the jerseys now, everyone. Like, you you heard it here first. I have not been wrong once about a draft pick on this podcast. I said the Steelers were going to take Najee Harris, and they took Najee Harris. That's that's one for one right now. 100%. Are you sure you don't want to stop while you're ahead? I've not been wrong about a Steelers first-round pick. Ever. So like okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now you're pushing. Um But anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. My last thing I need to talk about about this game 
And I'm trying to keep it a little bit buttoned up because I could go off the rails right here. I'm pretty fired up. Devin Bush. Ooh, you're not a fan. Cut. Cut him. Cut. Cut him. Cut him. If you go, I don't know if you looked at my Twitter or saw any of my tweets. I hit a new, I hit a new level of my fandom this year. Yesterday, I was tweeting at the Steelers to Ooh. cut Devin Bush. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, you're one of those. <laughs> yeah, because because the guy running Steelers social media is relaying that message <laughs> to the GM and Mike Tomlin. I think I just need to. It's comical what was going through my head. I was watching with my friend and she like goes, she's like, nope, let's let's put the phone away. Let's close Twitter. Let's not tweet right now. Not. No, it's therapeutic. You have to tweet it out. So here are my tweets. Where is it? Oh, wow. I did a lot of retweeting during that game. There's somewhere I tweeted. I tweeted at them to cut Devin Bush somewhere. Then. Oh, Daniel Jones with maybe the worst interception I've ever seen. (laughs) like you you always hear you're not supposed to throw to the middle of the field yeah daniel jones ran all the way to the right side of the field didn't (laughs) throw it to the middle of the field he threw it to the left side of the field to a defensive lineman like like he was i he had to think that that lineman was wearing a giant's jersey the nearest receiver is not even it's i can't even say it's receiver it's an offensive lineman and he's and he's four feet away from him (laughs) it's bad yeah. Oh man, we're not we're not Daniel Jones guys here. He's no, he's terrible. Like, Sorry to interrupt. We're also not Devin Bush guys. Yeah. So no, I tweet out at Steelers cut Bush. That was before he started completely like sucking. He's terrible. Do we take a wild guess as to why we brought Devin Bush in and what he was supposed to help our defense with? Well, is he a safety? Uh, no, middle linebacker. Linebacker. Okay. Um, hey, Ryan Chazier's coming back soon, right? That's so. That's such a low blow. Like that was so I'm unnecessary. Sorry, I'm sorry. It was just so unnecessary. <laughs> uh, I, what, what was he brought in? For? I'm sorry. To I, stop the run. Okay. Yes, you got run all over. He's literally standing there, not doing anything. He's fat. He's slow. He's short. He's terrible. So I tweet out Steelers. Cut wow, him. You just came at his height. That's a, that's <laughs> an awful low blow right there. Yeah, well, he's not that tall. Get tall. <laughs> Get faster. Yikes. Get less fat. Um, How tall are you? You're 5'10". Right? Tall enough, yeah. That's average. Um, yeah. And so... Sure. Shut up. And so then the Steelers, like I, I prefaced before, they don't run... They don't hand the ball off to Najee Harris. So I tweeted them a picture here of Najee Harris running the ball. And mm-hmm. just... So they got it. Then they listened to that one because they did it. So I obviously thanked them for it. And then I tweeted a picture. So you do you do know that they are relaying the messages? Yes. Then? Yes. Okay. And so then, That's good and to then know. I don't know. Do you know the TikTok trend where they're just like, um, sometimes all I think about is you. Um, you know those ones? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I tweeted a picture of T.J. Watt with oh. sometimes all I think about is you because I was down bad. And then the Steelers came back and I kind of put my phone away and stopped tweeting. Um, so I I hit a new level this week. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought I was better than tweeting at the Steelers because deep down I know that it's not going to do anything. But like yeah. I hit that level, so hands up. Um, it's it's got check time in Pittsburgh. We've got to take a deep, deep look inside. We got the Bengals coming up. Give me, we'll, give me, give me a Tomlinism to go into this week. How how are we feeling? You, you got anything? 
Well, I mean, you can make up your own Tomlinism right now. If this you want to. I, this one really was a you have red paint, you paint the box where we're honestly because I mean, <laughs> you got Devin Bush, you got to play Devin Bush. It sucks. Like yeah. you can't just go out and buy black paint right now and paint the barn no. black. You got red paint sitting there. You got to use the red paint. I mean, it just it makes sense. I mean, I, but the but at the end of the day, the standard is the standard. At the same time, standard. It's just not a it's not a hard concept. I mean, so I say something nice about the Chargers. Um, Herbert looks really really good. Yeah. I absolutely hate their stadium. It's so candy. Like, I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, candy-ass stadium, candy-ass team. Um, I hate stadium. it. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. I don't like L.A. And they got these, like, oh, the PA guy. I think it's just PA audio recordings. Like, it was so bad. I don't know. if you Go listen to the PA of an L.A. game. Like, pay attention to that. It is so bad. It's so candy. Yeah. I hate it so much. But I think that's enough. That's enough for me. I mean, Keenan Allen. The only reason Keenan LA Allen. had Keenan, let's not get into Keenan Allen talk. Let's not compliment that that we are anti Keenan Allen on this podcast. Okay? Yeah, we are. Yeah, can't stand that guy. Dude thinks he's Jerry Rice. My goodness. But yeah, I mean L A. That's just not a sports town. The only reason they have sports teams there is because athletes want to be there. Not fans don't want to go to games. No, it's, it's completely it's, stupid. It's, it's like I'm sure it was Heinz Field West out there, oh, especially when the Chargers. At least seventy five percent. It's at least 75% Steelers fans. And their coach, their coach is just like after the game, he's like, yeah, um, we went into it knowing that it was going to be really loud for them. And I'm like, what? Huh? There's such a, like, how? And, and thanks, LA, for completely, like, ruining. I had to sneak it in once, but I was like, it's so much better losing to the San Diego Superchargers than the Los Angeles Chargers. Like, yeah. whatever. I'm I'm like over it. Phil Rivers. For I'm sure. over it. Ladainian Tomlinson, like yeah, whatever. Yeah, I love I love losing to like that baby giraffe, Philip Rivers. That's yeah. a great feeling. Okay. The name San Diego Superchargers is so much better. Yeah, okay, got gotcha, gotcha. Angeles Superchargers. San Diego Superchargers. It just oh, it sucks. I'm down. It sucks. It's it's a dark time, but like at the same time, it's a great time because the offense is absolutely electric what yeah i mean hey now you know what it's like to be a bears fan it's just the <gasps> offense defense has never once aligned at the same time uh being being a bears fan um we can you want to just transition into that game right now yeah please do because the bears have just completely colossally screwed the steelers over in every possible way they had yeah. one job they had one job was to beat a backup quarterback so the steelers can be first in the division and you can't even beat a backup quarterback for me like, yeah. what have you done lately for me? What have you done for me lately, Kellen? Go. So, so I, I'll address the Ravens. I'm still not – if I'm you, I'm not scared of the Ravens in any way whatsoever because – I'm not scared anything, of anyone but ourselves. Yeah, but if anything, they proved – listen, we're, we, we do not have the pieces to win with a backup quarterback, which, you know, not every team does. But just like the rest of their team, outside of Lamar Jackson, when he's not there, it looked – Awful. It looked truly awful. And if someone can now you realize and the Dolphins game last week made us realize that, too. If you can stop Lamar, this team is like they're not going to win. They're not even going to come close to winning because they're an actually bad football team outside of Lamar Jackson. And it does show you 
how much of an impact he does have on the game, which is impressive. So, you know, they're, they're a bad performance or, you know, Lamar Jackson being sick away from just being an awful football team, a top, in my opinion, like a top 10 bad team. So I'll get into the Bears now. I mean, clean house at this point. It's bad. It, there are three main culprits uh, for this game, and two of them are obvious. Two of them are people that I've hated for a while that I thought that should have been fired long ago. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Matt Nagy, you're, you're the coach. Ryan Pace, you're the guy that put this atrocious team on the field. And you're also the Don't guy that drafted – way out, guys. He's also the guy that drafted Kendall Vildor and put him on the field as a starting cornerback. Kendall Vildor, I don't know how he made it onto an NFL field, let alone become a starter. That is beyond me. Dude had maybe the worst performance of a cornerback I've ever seen in my life. Cut him, cut him, you're gone. That's all I have to say about him. Ryan Pace, you have 25% of the payroll. Sitting on the bench right now, most of them with injuries. Khalil Max out for the year. Yay, this is awesome. Allen Robinson, out. Danny Trevathan, out. Jimmy Graham, he never plays, but he finally played this week. You have Nick Foles. You're paying him like $7 million this year. He's not, he, he's not even on the active roster right now. And then Justin Fields gets hurt. He's not looking great because he, he's getting coached by Matt Nagy. Andy Dalton comes in, looks amazing. Bears defense gives it up. Josh, you have a question. Nick Foles, Thursday, Thanksgiving win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, leads a late, leads a late drive. They're down. They're down to the lines. Nick I'm Foles not, comes in. I'm not excited for Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> for for many reasons, because like if we win, cool, we beat Tim Boyle and the Detroit Lions. If we lose, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Here are the three quarterbacks that you get to, to watch <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. Tim Boyle, Andy Dalton for sure, and possibly Nick Foles. That's Good awesome. Lord. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. I, Justin Fields got hurt, by the way, just so everyone knows. He didn't even look that good in this game. And it's just like the game planning so bad. Matt Nagy has offensive guru that he was hired to be has been shut out 26 times, or shut out from a touchdown 26 times in the first half. How is that possible? The the Bears are 0-4 after the bye under Matt Nagy. You know, that extra week of preparation that you get, the extra week you get to get all your players healthy yeah. and everything, he's 0-4 after that week. Is so it's not, not good. Like kick you while you're down, isn't there? Didn't he lose to, like, backup quarterbacks three of those four times, too? There's some stupid stat. Wait. One of them was Aaron Rodgers, and I think the other ones have all been backup quarterbacks. I mean, he, he lost to Huntley here. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to – well, Tom Brady was one of the losses. He's not a backup quarterback. Uh, wait, no. We, didn't, we haven't lost – we lost to Big Ben, too. After the bye? Oh, after the bye. I thought you were just after talking about the, the no. last five games. No, no, no. Oh. The 0-4 the after the bye. I know it was Rodgers well, was one. I know I one is he, I know one is Brock Osweiler. That I think, happened. <laughs> you know the Bears record against Brock Osweiler? Not good. 0-3. 0-3. They're 0-3 against Brock Osweiler. And every time, every time they've faced him, he's making his first career start for that team. Dude, okay, <laughs> hear me out. 
if I'm Brock Osweiler, I'm marketing the shit out of that. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, hey, guys, sign me one week. You can cut me the next week. Just sign me when you play the Bears. I'm looking at all 17 teams that play the Bears, and I'm plotting my trip around the NFL that year yeah. to go play the Bears because the Lions should definitely do it. I mean, they're starting Tim Boyle. <laughs> I mean, and their other option is Jared Goff. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, nah, that's that's really all you have to say about the Bears. Let's. I mean, I want to talk about the Lions a little bit. I do. Yeah, I do have a question. Um, okay, go ahead. Go ahead before we move on. How scared are you? They they they're gonna stay. Yeah. Terrified. Because <laughs> the bear the Bears and. Don't they? They don't fire coaches midseason. They've proven that because Matt Nagy should have been fired at this point yeah. already. Uh, there's like rumors that Matt Nagy might go, and they might try to keep Ryan Pace. Terrifies me as well. Uh, I mean, they they could go on a run or something, and, and they're just like, oh, we we don't want to make changes. Because the thing that pisses me off so much is every time they should fire someone, and don't they reference teams like. The Patriots or the Steelers, it's like these teams don't have coaching changes. Look how successful they've been. It's like they're that's you're flipping the order of the way things should be. And they, they don't, don't have admit, to make coaching changes yeah, they because they they they're successful. It's not it's not the other way around. It's like, it's like if 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 the Browns kept uh, Hugh Jackson that that whole time, yeah, they're going to be pretty bad and they they're going to be bad for a really long time. Super Bowls now. They might have eight Super Bowls. If they would yeah, just have- that's not the way this works. That's not how it's like. I absolutely love it. Like, yeah, um, they're not going to fire Bill Belichick because he's won them six Super Bowls. <laughs> what is this line of thinking? So I'm terrified you- of it. And it's like George McCaskey is he's he so stupid. I want to say worse things about him that I'm not allowed to say on the podcast, but he's just a big, dumb, stupid idiot running a football team. I hope the McCaskey family sells, which is a tragedy. Because it's been in the family the whole time. So, how, how much is it going to ruin your Thanksgiving if the Bears lose? And I mean, is it? I know it's going to be bad, but like, where everyone's expecting the Bears to lose on Thursday. So, like, is it's, it gonna, like where? What's it going to do? You know what I mean? It's not going to ruin my Thanksgiving or anything because I'm already pretty down on the Bears. I'm down bad on a lot of things right now. Have the Bears have the Bears canceled Christmas yet? Uh, I mean, that, I'm not asking for any Bears gear. That's not going to be on my Christmas list. Certainly, it's just I've been I've been out on the Bears. I thought they should have fired Nagy and Pace this this last year, and this whole season has kind of just been. Like a, a lost season for me, it, it feels like. It's just like, yeah, well, I wake up uh, at this time, watch pregame shows. I got to watch the Bears for three hours. And I got to be depressed about that for another couple more hours. And then it's just like, oh, now I get to go to my my job on Monday. Sweet. This is my life now. It's just it's this, it's I'm, I'm stuck in this cycle right now. And not Miserable. only. Not only are you going to your job on Monday, you're going to your job in Dallas, surrounded by Cowgirls fans who are yeah. having pretty much the time of their lives this Minus year. This week, thank goodness yeah. they got finally got caught this week. But, it's bad. Anyway, we wanted to talk about the Lions, and yeah. they just I mean, are incapable. They are incapable of winning a football game. That's, yeah, I mean, we'll see about that this next week, but right now they certainly are. 
they're not good. The, no. I mean, they're the worst team in the NFL easily. They're starting Tim Boyle at <laughs> quarterback. Uh, oh. And it, it's like they played the Browns. They lost to the Browns. Browns didn't impress us. It's like Baker Mayfield showed up to that game. He's like, Jared Goff isn't on the field? Okay, let me do my best impersonation of him right now. He's a bad quarterback, too. And they still lost. I don't think the Browns are a good team by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Well, What are we doing? No, I don't think so. The Browns are Browns are terrible. Yeah, I think they have an okay coach. That they have good running backs. Can we? We need got to fix that quarterback position though, because you're barely scraping by the Lions. Hey, shut up, Kellen. Did you not see Emily Mayfield's post on Instagram? Oh, she did. You not see she posted what? Did. No one better say anything bad about at Baker Mayfield after this game. I don't think I've seen toughness like this in a while. Maybe watch Big Ben play. Um, you see him twice a year. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> chill. Maybe the rest of our team should take the hint and get tougher. Oh, she's adding the Browns now. Like, you can... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, you can't write there. this. You literally can't write this. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Goodbye. Oh, I love it. Sign. Browns, I will be the first person to petition for you to sign Baker Mayfield long term. Please. Oh, yeah. Please sign him forever as the biggest contract you can write. Make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Give him the longest contract in the history of NFL quarterbacks. Do it, please. I am begging you. Sign him at Browns. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll continue that sentiment over the next couple of weeks, too, because – it's it's not looking like he's improving. He's obviously a little hurt. It's his left shoulder, but he's also not playing well. You know and what they say, it, though? It doesn't look like he's getting better. The shoulder's a long way from the heart. <laughs> that Yeah. Yeah. Big Ben never once injured his heart. And for all the injuries that he gets, no. never never broke that heart of his. No. That, that dude keeps chugging along. Ribs are I'll, a long way from the heart, too. True. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll move on. We'll jump it. We'll jump into Cowboys and Chiefs since we talked about them a little bit. Uh, the Cowboys receivers love dropping footballs. They just, they, that's their favorite oh. pastime right now. Next week, um, Cowboys fans tune in. I will calculate the number of jugs machines that your wide receivers can buy <clears throat> with their salaries. Nice. Yeah. The I've already got a formula sheet. <laughs> I've already got a formula sheet built into Excel. All I got to do is punch in the salaries. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. It's not that it's not that difficult. Really, you just only need one per person if you think about it. But they got to practice catching the football. They got manhandled by the Chiefs. And to me, it's just like we should have appreciated the Chiefs being in last place more when it happened because – we knew it wasn't going to last long. We had to know. They have too much talent on offense. And it's not like they're playing exceptional football right now. But the AFC West is looking a lot less tough than it did earlier in the year. And the Chiefs are now on top of that division once again, like we all expected them to be. And it's just, I just think we should have appreciated those couple weeks a little bit more, where we made fun of the Chiefs a little bit longer. Because I don't know if they're turning back I- now. I do agree with you, but 
I do think that they're going to turn the Cocks back. I, I still, yeah, not, I still don't think they're not about it. NXT, but I think they're the who's, best in that division. That division does not impress me at all anymore. Who's top of the Who's top of the AFC right now? I don't know because the Bills have just played made fools out of us. The Titans are losing to the Texans and the Jets consistently now. I don't. I have no idea what to think about the AFC. It's <laughs> is it the Bengals again? Are we back in on the Bengals? I don't know. No. No. It's a team that we spend a lot of time bashing their fan base. The Indianapolis Colts are the favorites. Come out of the AFC right now. They're an absolute. No, they're not. Wagon. They're, they're still behind the Titans. They're a wagon, though. Have you seen how they played in the last three weeks? They're the best team in the AFC. I'm telling you right now. Colts, best team shirt in the tuckers. AFC. The, the Indianapolis shirt tuckers, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Jersey I don't know, but uh, that yeah, let's talk about the Colts. I mean, they had, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Dude, all time. I, who who was the guy in your league that had Jonathan Taylor on, on their team? Because it was hard to hear from them. I have Thank been you. kicked out of fantasy leagues, so okay, yeah, 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 you're not in any of my leagues, so I I know that. I, I'm I'm out of friends that will let me participate in fantasy leagues with them. <clears throat> It was it was Jonathan Taylor this week. That was that was an all time performance. Five touchdowns. One of them receiving one. Uh, dude went off. He's been going off, and he's kind of filled that role that Derrick Henry was in as just like this absolute workhorse, dominant fantasy running back, and uh, that's what he's become for the Colts. Kind of unexpected. Like I would have expected him to be a top ten running back for sure. But the best running back in the NFL is not expected. Are you putting him on your MVP watch, Josh? I don't know, man. Maybe. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I, I love having a running back on my list, so I'm going to do it. Oh, I know. I just don't know which running back I want to put yet. Maybe. I mean, it's got to be him. Who who else is even close in, in terms of – because it was Derrick Henry, and then he went down. But. I'm, Jonathan Taylor's. I mean, he's he's. I'm waiting gone for off pretty much every week. Just rip off like 75 yard runs every other play. <clears throat> okay. Well, you might be waiting for that for a while. Then I'm sorry. On the other hand of this game, though, the Bills. What I now we know how the Steelers beat the Bills. It's because the Bills aren't a good football team. Yeah, this is, literally <laughs> isn't even fun anymore. That was the one thing I had to hold on to. I was like, yeah, <laughs> the Steelers can be an elite team because they beat the Bills in Buffalo. Yeah. Josh Allen, not looking good. He was an early MVP favorite. He's had a rough couple weeks. I think they probably figure it out a little bit because, they. I mean, they're still in a pretty easy division. The Patriots are looking better, but they still have the Jets and Dolphins in that, in that division that they could play. So that that's a few get-me-right games that, that they'll be playing. But yeah. it's, just, it's just not been the same team that we saw earlier in the year. The defense was bad. The offense isn't really clicking. They don't have a good run game. Their running backs aren't good. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, they're, they're not anything special, and you could tell. They're not really receiving threats, so Josh Allen really loses a lot of that check-down ability, too, when yeah. plays can break down. And, I mean, honestly, like to me, watching the Bills and what I've seen, their offense, there's no balance to the offense whatsoever. And they have not fully committed. They haven't gone like full Ravens mode where they're like, yeah, Josh Allen can die if he wants. We're just going to run him. That's the only way to win games. They're yeah. still 
like their only run threat is Josh Allen and they haven't completely gotten to the point where they're like, okay, we don't care. Like he can get hurt. We just need to win football games, which I think we will get to soon. I don't know if you want to get to that point. I you mean, don't he's want big to. As, no, he's you big don't want strong, to, but, but, but I think you're going to have to out of necessity. Yeah. He's going to need to learn how to slide because he's got a little bit of RG three to him where he just tries to truck people. And yeah. you don't want your franchise quarterback doing that at all. Yeah, he's got to learn how to slide, and then maybe he should teach Justin Fields how to slide because Fields slides or, backwards. Or how to check down. That's what that's what Justin Fields needs to figure out. Just throw it to the running back. Quit. Yeah, yeah we talked about the Bears soon, already. Dude, Whatever. when they check down, though, it gets very infuriating very fast. But wow. it's still better than taking hits. I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Learn from, learn from Russell Wilson. That dude has the smoothest slide in the league. Just, oh, but Russ. Man, we didn't get to t- – let's talk about the, the Seahawks and Cardinals. We didn't get to talk about yeah. Russ last week. The ultimate rehab job has not panned out at all. No, it's been bad. Russ, not cooking at all. No. Zero cooking. And you're losing to Colt McCoy. Ooh. Like, after getting shut out by the Packers defense, you got shut out by the Packers, who then lose to the Vikings, which we can talk about. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the Seahawks are down bad again. The Steelers' schedule is just falling apart right now. Anything that I had that I was like, yes, this shows like they're a good team, just completely shattered. I mean. I, they did have Geno Smith in there, but yeah. like the Seahawks. Sorry, over- sorry about the Bears, dude. Sorry <laughs> there. I'm sure that was, that that was one of the ones you were hanging your hat on, right? Yeah, everything everything I'm hanging my hat on. It's just like, yeah, no, actually, just kidding. Didn't actually happen. It's it's frustrating. <clears throat> it's very frustrating. But yeah, did you need want to go very deep? Oh, um, oh, never mind. I'm gonna talk about it later. So okay. I won't bring yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to mention Russ. I mean, the work that he put in to get back from that horrific injury that we saw oh, yeah. was it was the mental reps. Really, yeah. The mental reps that we were able to see the mental reps um didn't think that that would ever happen. Like he's such a private guy. The fact that we got to get get that on tape was yeah. pretty impressive to see those mental reps and see the rehab process and that. That really is what I think led to it just being kind of a bummer comeback. Like, we saw all the work that he put in. He documented it. Somehow we got the footage. I don't and know. it just it sucked. It sucks to see. You hate to see I it. Did, I didn't know they put cameras at midfield of NFL Stadium. That was it's, weird. I think it's a new thing that they're just kind of testing out a little bit. Yeah. But. Good for him, though. I mean, climbed yeah. down, made it back. That's, that's really – just an accomplishment in its own right, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the Cardinals survived the Colt McCoy experience. They'll get, they'll get uh, their star quarterback back. Their little adorable little teddy bear quarterback, yeah. Kyler Murray, he's coming back. So excited for them with that. I want to talk about uh, the Packers and Vikings game. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. Ah, get into it. Uh, Kirk Cousins MVP, perhaps. Yes, let's sir, you let's like jump, that? jump into that, right? I mean, dude's electric. You like that? You see, you see the video of him uh, waving to fans on the drive back. 
No, I didn't. I need to go look it up. It's he, he's like he's driving back with his wife, and there there's like a big Vikings bus, and they're just waving to him. Imagine trying to pull that move after like a game that he after like a normal Kirk Cousins game. It, oh yeah, Vikings fans aren't crazy about the guy or anything. It's not like he's Aaron Rodgers where he's just beloved by this fan base for the last. He's been beloved for the last fifteen years. This dude's choked in every no, spot imaginable. And, and the uh, best but now, now he's MVP. Now he's our MVP. Maybe after Jonathan Taylor. The the best part is I guarantee you he planned that wave thing win or lose he was doing it. Ooh, I don't know like, about lose. I don't know about lose. I I just feel like Kirk Cousins. Is just there's gonna, gonna be a right. poor reaction if you lose and, also, <laughs> and do that. Also, how like okay, I love the Packers losing as much as the next guy. There was hand up a little part of me that wanted the Vikings to miss that kick because yeah, that, that would be the most Vikings thing ever. Like, that been fun. I, we had a chance for a great storyline there and a little part of me wanted him to miss that kick. I'm, but like overall, obviously I can't be too upset about it, but like, yeah, I would have loved that. I am hands up. I'm, I said that a lot today. I'm uh, nervous for the Steelers playing the Vikings. I'm yeah, very I mean, nervous. Just, for that. Justin Jefferson's getting going now. Thielen had already been pretty hot, and uh, now you got that that dynamic duo at receiver. Uh, Cook's been good for a while now, and now you got you got Kirk with a little swagger, that Washington D.C. swagger that he once had before, distributing the football, facilitating very nicely. Uh, they're looking like a much t- tougher team than when we we declared them dead a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How? <laughs> Now that they're very much alive, how did the Vikings die? What, what's Cousins. the fitting end to this team? They, okay, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how do? Kirk Cousins does it, but it is at the hands of Kirk Cousins for sure. And if this is if we were mapping a story right now, <laughs> I, I think it's just have we hit the climax yet? Where are we at on the story map of coming back down? This is like are we, we're like you think we're we midway think? through the movie. We're not at the climax. The climax is when they implode. I think, and I was wrong. I do know how Kirk Cousins does it. It's in very, like, un, un, very uninspiring fashion. Uh, he's going to go 9 for 17 for, like, 111 yards and an interception. And that's yeah. that's how they die. Well, he even, Whether it's the playoffs or the regular season, that's what's going to do it. He even got help, though. He tried to Kirk Cousins the game. And the interception was overturned. Yeah. Like, he threw a pick. So maybe that was like the perfect game for him because he got to do – he got to live an entire Kirk Cousins game all in one. Hmm. He had the terrible pick to lose the game, and he got to lead a game-winning drive. Absolutely yeah. ideal, quintessential Minnesota Vikings game. It was, um, it was nice to see uh, the Packers uh, – I mean, they, they came down. It was like normal Aaron Rodgers thing. Let me just throw a bomb to this dude. I don't know why there's no safeties over the top with less than two minutes left. But let me just throw a bomb to uh, M- MVS. Game-tying touchdown. Good to see that the Packers' defense still does not get it done. They had me a little worried last week, not going to lie. You know, shutting out Russell Wilson, of all people. I was a little worried, but it was the first snow in Lambeau. Kind of makes sense. 
but their defense is still not good, which is great to see. I really hope they don't yeah. get help. That would be me tough. Me too. Um, let's go. I got two whoever who cares games this week actually. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure I have them marked as the same one. Uh let's let's hear one of them. First one is the Dolphins and the Jets. Yep, that's one of mine. You got it. I don't let's hear the other one. The I same just want to hear one. Um one my note on the Dolphins and Jets today, as we're recording Monday, it is the anniversary of the butt fumble. So Okay. There we go. Never forget. Yeah. Um, the other one is actually the Patriots and the Falcons. Oh, I didn't even know we'd talk about Thursday games anymore. But yeah, that was but awful. I think I just think we need to mention not really the fact that, that happened, the game itself, the fact that the Patriots are kind of now one of the top teams in the AFC again, and it really really sucks for me. It's um, so <laughs> unnecessary. Like, and it's just we so get we- it, guys. It's so weird because they're there, but like. I still am like they're not there because like no one's talking about them being there yet. And it's a weird space for me to process emotionally. The actual other one, though, was. I don't know. Who did you have? I don't I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, no, it's the Texans Titans. No, no. This we could talk about that game because because the Titans lost Yeah, they did. This one's easy. 49ers Jags. Who cares oh, about I was that? Gonna say, I was going to yeah. say that one. I Niners, Niners won by though. 20. We, yeah, the Niners won by 20. Who cares about I, that one? I honestly thought we already mentioned that. Debo Samuel's going off. We just need to, like, yeah. Yeah. appreciation post for Debo Samuel for the last week of play. I don't he's even a, think we've mentioned his name one time on this podcast, and he's, like, been the second best receiver this year. Yeah. He was outrageous against the Rams last Monday night. Um. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Oof. Titans, Texans. Titans, Texans. Before yes. this game, I was listening to listening to the radio, um, some sports talk, and they were having a very interesting discussion. And they were like, um, "Who's the worst team in the NFL?" And they were like, "Oh, it's the Lions. It's the Lions." And they were like. And no, because the Lions have been in every single game. Like, I don't think the Lions are actually, like, the worst product on the field is what the debate was. And I was like, I actually kind of agree with that. And they're like, it's the Texans. The Texans are actually just terrible. And then they come out and win. And so I was all ready to body bag the Texans because I was like, I didn't actually think about that. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's the Lions. They haven't won a game. But then they actually have, like, played – better than most teams who are winning games. It's just like the end, they collapse. So I think the Lions are a good football team. Well, okay. A good, but bad not... football team. They're a good, <laughs> yeah. bad football let's, team. Let's but like, down, this was the Tennessee Titans just walk all over him again. This was like, this was, it didn't matter. This was Adrian Peterson rushing for 150 yards. This was the game like, this is what it was supposed to be. And you lose by, oh. You lose by double digits. I mean, we we finally no, finally start believing in no. the Titans, even even with their with their their franchise running back going <laughs> down for the rest of the year. We're like they've won a couple good games in a row. They've won them handily too. Yeah, we were like, there. like this. This team's legit. We're finally realistically believing in them, and then they do this against the Texans, and so now they have losses against the I mean, Texans and the Jets this year. Well, I, if I'm being 
completely honest, I never fully bought in. I think I said that on this podcast. But yeah. to your point, yeah, that's pathetic. I feel like if we recorded last week, we would have both been bought in on, on the Titans, though. Uh, maybe. The Titans are a team that I kind of like. I have. I don't know why I have a lot of built-up animosity and anger towards the Titans. Oh, I do know why. It's because they stomped on the terrible towel in 2008. Oh. Like, <laughs> that will forever. Like, I just can't stand that franchise. I don't – I don't know. I don't really enjoy Nashville's um, – like, I have a lot of pent-up anger, I guess, towards the whole city of Nashville for absolutely no reason. Because Good bars. Pittsburgh has literally always owned the city of Nashville in any meaningful you, you hate You hate them because you own them and dominate them? Hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why there's just so much animosity in my life towards them. Maybe I should probably get that looked at. Yeah, um, anyway. talk to something about it, dude. Seriously, that's that's kind of messed it's up. It's really weird the hatred I have towards the Titans for zero reason whatsoever. No, you're talking about the whole city of Nashville now. You're putting putting Broadway but, Street down. Like, everything. No, dude, literally, people will be like, "I'm going to I, like I actually like and enjoy country music. Normally, only like in the summer I'll listen to it more. I think I would enjoy Nashville a lot, but people are like, "I'm going to Nashville." I'm like, that sucks. Like, yeah. So when when I when I invited you to Nashville for the Fourth of July. And you're like, Colin, I hate you. I never want to see you again. It was just the it was just the city of Nashville. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was oh, okay. it was that, That's and cool. it had nothing to do with the fact that it was like a day and a half before the Fourth of July. Uh, it was it was at least three days before, my friend. At <laughs> least three. I made the drive. You could have made the drive too. I made the drive from Indiana. We could have road tripped it there together. I don't know how you would have gotten back because I went to Texas after that. <laughs> We could have figured it out. It's an automobiles, baby. Um, but <laughs> no, I got to get out. I'm getting. I got to look at the Penguin schedule. I got to get out to Dallas here. Yeah. Hey, come on. You got to get out here shortly. Got a futon with a shit ton of clothes on it to sleep on. So well, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll try and give you like two months notice so you can like. It's it's messy in here. I haven't haven't had a. Haven't had a person over in a while, so it's it's fairly messy in here right now. There's Legos on the floor. I did. I got a Boba Fett spaceship, and I did that. So there's Legos on the floor. No, I, I I did that before I was down. Honestly, that was that was for my own personal enjoyment. I got a nice paycheck from work because I made some commission finally, and I was just like Boba Fett Legos. So, I mean that that should have been. Like I, w- I wasn't down bad at the time, but that should have been a sign that things were going to get bad for me real quick. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just ignored the signs, I guess. It is what it is. Whatever. Um, yeah. I think we have where, like, where, can, where can we head next? I'm getting depressed talking about my life now. Goodness gracious. Bengals, Raiders, this game, nothing <laughs> happened. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. And that's the NFL slate i believe no it's not we have like two other games <laughs> we've talked about them all i swear no we, we have washington. Oh, the washington football team is so hot right now they yeah. are the hottest team in football i think ron they, rivera's return against there is revenge game yeah cam newton first start back in carolina so some storylines there that Bidding the i'm sure lost. other people could talk about but it's really just two bad teams playing and i don't know how that Cam Newton, Matt Rule relationship is working out because Matt Rule was the guy that decided he didn't want Cam Newton anymore. 
and now Cam is back, and it's just got to feel kind of awkward between the two of them, I'm sure. But uh, congrats to Rivera getting that revenge game. I, I don't think Washington's anything special. And last game we could talk about is the Eagles-Saints. I mostly just wanted to bring this up because, well, the Saints just lost. Froze. I didn't hear, like, any of that. Oh, okay. My back. Yeah, now we're good. Okay. Well, I'm sure that it recorded, at least on my end. So we're going to just Hopefully. roll. Yeah. We just won't have any of your input on that. Sorry, Josh. The, I think you. it was just, yeah, there wasn't anything good. It's, no, it's nothing that I say matters usually. So nothing I say. I don't know what's happening. But Eagles Saints. I wanted to talk about. Oh, the Eagles are so back. Y- yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Now I know you're being sarcastic. The Saints aren't good. No. I, we Dude. need Jameis back so bad. Like on a real note, though, the Eagles are actually low key kind of back for Eagles standards. They've got They're, the team. Like, they kind of got the city rallying behind them. I mean, Jalen Hurts might actually be good. If you build it the right way, he's not a quarterback, but if you build it the right way, kind of like the Ravens did and give him four years to learn how to throw a football, maybe. Yeah, well, he's he's not as bad of a passer as Lamar. Yeah. But he's not as good of a runner either. So it's kind of – it's weird. Uh, he's He's okay, I guess. Like, I can't be too critical because I don't know what it's like having a good quarterback. I mean, we do have the greatest quarterback of all time right now. Quarterback, or you win Super Bowls? It's pretty fun. Yeah, I want to. I want to try it one day for sure. Like, I definitely. It's it's really one of the best feelings you can have. It's so sick, (laughs) dude. I'm so I'm so happy for you. Uh, But I wanted to talk about this because Taysom Hill got a contract extension, and it's one of the weirder contracts out there. (laughs) He's. He's getting $40 million guaranteed on a four-year extension, which is good, uh, especially based on how many total plays he's in a game, which feels like five or six. Yeah. Uh, he That's a lot of money to get paid for just a gadget-type player. But if he becomes their starting quarterback, that. which – what? I said don't let him hear you say that. Yeah, sorry. Sean- don't let Sean Payton hear it, I guess. And Sean Payton is a guy who's like known for trying to get players their money too. So if yeah. he if he becomes the starting quarterback over the next four years, that contract more than doubles. And Sean Payton, I don't think he's done enough cute stuff lately for Taysom Hill. But it's also he's coming off an uh, off of an injury, so he might be trying to ease him back into it. But you know, Sean Payton wants to do those cute plays, and you know you. Oh. He wants him at quarterback. Like we know this, and that's why he's getting that money. And I think, I think it's we we called it a couple weeks ago. We thought thing after James's injury, things were going to get a little fun just because we'll see some more Taysom, and we haven't really seen that. I think no, now we're going to start seeing it because he seems healthier. He's got that extension. I I I think it's going to get a little a little bit fun in New Orleans. Okay, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's um that's the NFL slate for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, we maybe. did talk about all all the games now, so uh, we can move on to our other sports. Yeah. You uh, you give NBA. NBA. What happened there yesterday? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll let you take that one, but something that I never thought I would ever see happened today. Um, 
spot. You yeah. sir. Uh, LeBron James is the dirtiest player in sports right now. Tom Wilson, step aside. Uh, I don't know if you can do that <laughs> one. I don't know if you can do that. Hey, you said you would let me go. I'm, I'm giving my spotlight here. Okay, we're letting Tom Wilson step aside right now. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's where we're at for a basketball player. The, the um, king of the goons with a box for a throne. I mean, that that no, is... No, you can't use that for him. <laughs> no, don't disrespect. Do not disrespect actual goons like that. That's probably okay, the most okay. disrespect. People made a living off of being a goon. There's a difference between being a goon and a cheap player. And that's that's Tom Wilson, and that is also LeBron James. And it's uh, yeah. LeBron James threw an elbow, and my goodness, I don't think I've seen more blood in my entire life. I watched I've watched Die Hard multiple times. I don't I don't know if that's the bloodiest movie ever. I don't know why I chose Die Hard, um, but because that, it's almost Christmas time. True, yeah. Um, but my goodness, so much blood. Isaiah Stewart, saint that he is, tried to calm himself down. <laughs> It was, it was like a scene. It was like a scene from like a Will Ferrell movie where Isaiah Isaiah Stewart, he's trying to fight LeBron the whole time, and nobody like there's yeah, in between them. and he's trying to push through every last one of them, and then he does the thing. He's like, I'm good, I'm good, and he yeah, just yeah. sprints back immediately toward them once they once they like lay off him for a second. He did that like three fun. different times. It was so funny. Him he's trying actually to charge. But dirty elbow. But I, I don't. I don't. He got. LeBron got suspended a game yes. for a very dirty elbow. Yeah. I mean, that was Ron Artest elbow to the, the side of James Harden's he, head right there. The fact that he got suspended is a big step. Feels good. Feels good for sure. Feel good. Uh, I would say that uh, Richard Zednick probably would have some beef with you saying that's the most blood you've ever seen because there was quite a bit of blood when his neck got slit open on no, an ice rink. No, I still <laughs> still more blood. More blood than that, honestly. It was disgusting. It was a disgusting act okay, by LeBron. So- I mean, kids look up to the guy, and he's going to be throwing cheap elbows to the, to the side of people's eyeballs like yeah, that? I what? don't. Personally, I'm going to say, I, as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, I do not condone the actions of our now minority owner in that game with that elbow that was dirty. I don't like it, but whatever. Yeah, wait. Le- LeBron is a – he's a part of the Fenway, the Fenway Sports Group? The, I think he has, like, a share. That is so messed up that he's involved yeah. in, in Boston sports. <laughs> that that is such a that's such a punch in the balls pretty, right there. Pretty Boston sure Onion. Pretty Holy sure cow, that sucks. Sure he's that. <laughs> I mean that that I mean I hate LeBron, but that I also hate Boston sports fans, and that is uh, that's cold blooded right there. They hate him so much there. Like they they might hate him worse than the city of Chicago does, and that's insane. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, what one game suspension obviously doesn't do it for us. That doesn't really be the needle for me. Anything. Yeah, I mean, he was just gonna take that game to rest, anyways. So, like, what do you think is a proper punishment for that guy? I mean, I've always been a fan of castration. Like, not personally yes. for, me, but. It seems like some, I mean, you know, you take this dude's eyeball, takes your balls, balls. Yeah, exile, maybe. Exile, yeah, that's good. 
And it's just like you're the doing stars right get to take his talent. Yeah, this is well, what talent. Uh, but you're doing it in Detroit too, like the malice at the palace. It, it happened the there. You're you're, you're 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 cooking with with something dangerous right there. It's the anniversary of the malice at the palace. Yeah, close enough. I mean, the things on Netflix. We just celebrated it, I think. Yeah, like a week ago. A week ago. Yeah. I so, thought it would be irresponsible. Yeah, it was very irresponsible. It's not what you want from a quote ambassador of your league, but like, yeah. whatever. Jeremy, uh, I'm being notes. That's that's really it for the NBA. It's just it's just sad to see that people look actually look up to that yeah. guy. It's disgusting. It is. It, you feel bad, kid. Yeah. I just like I I know my cousin, my cousin, he's a LeBron fan. And, you know, I got to see this kid at Thanksgiving now. And now I'm going home nervous, thinking I might be catching a few stray elbows. I like taking some shots that I shouldn't be taking. It's my own like that. That affects my safety now. Yeah. So you see what you do. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's bad. It's a bad look for the game of basketball. And. I just kick him out of the league. That's that's all I'll say about that. Yes. Uh, do you have any NHL notes there, Josh? Um, I mentioned it. The Penguins have been sold. I don't know if the sale is final, but they've been sold. So it's weird. It's very weird. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna like dwell on this, and I'm not gonna be the guy that's like, this is terrible. I do like. It's sad. Like. Really, the bottom line for why it's weird is you're just losing a good story. Um, We'll get over it. Like, it's not really going to matter. It's not going to impact my day-to-day life. It's going to increase the number of times that I will now say sell the team. Because I would never tell Mario Lemieux to sell the team. But yeah. now that it's not Lemieux directly, he is still he still owns part of it. Um, I mean, you got to, like respect his from his vantage point like the dude has been he has been the pittsburgh penguins forever he's 60 he just wants to take a step back he wants to enjoy i mean he's got a family and everything like he's the guy that pretty much i mean i i I don't know uh penguins history as well as you but he's the guy that pretty much saved them from moving out of pittsburgh too right he brought this team back from bankruptcy twice yeah not once but twice the first time Actually, was it was the first time was when he owned the Penguins. The Penguins were in so much debt to him, they couldn't pay him his contract. And essentially, he was like, just give me the team and we'll call it even. It's kind of how that happened. And, dude, Lemieux is making so much money. I think it was – he just sold them for like $850 million. It was like $60 million they were worth when he got them. Like, just Decent slip on that. Just absolutely stupid. Um, so, yeah, you're really only missing a uh, uh, a good storyline is all we're going to miss. Maybe I'll have more thoughts on this later. That being said, I was ready to just completely end the Penguins season, if I'm being completely honest. I was almost to sell the team last week. And then they go on a run and they rattle off three big wins up, in, up north. Um, Tristan Jari played so well on this road trip. I'm so confused. I'm not bought back in because he still sucks. I still want him off of this team. I hate him so much, but he's played very, very well. And I saw an article, and this could be my personal hell. I saw an article that was like, 
Um, Tristan Jari was not considered for Team Canada's Olympic roster, and they were arguing that he should have been because he's having such a career year. If I had to watch Tristan Jari lose in Olympics, that Crosby and McDavid are playing on the same team and Tristan Jari blows it, I might have a conniption in the middle of February before we can get to the playoff race. If he blew it twice for me in one year, because it's death taxes and Tristan Jari is going to blow it in the playoffs. None of this even matters. I don't know why I watch every Penguins game. It doesn't matter. Tristan Jari is going to suck in the playoffs. It's just that's science. You can't you like it's science. He sucks in the playoffs. He sucks whenever the moment's too the moment's big. And this is how where I'm at. The Penguins just ripped off three wins. They gave up one goal on a three game road trip in Canada without their head coach for one of the games. They gave up one goal. And this is where I'm at. So, yeah, I mean, that's Pretty usual. Good. That's usual behavior uh, for you when it comes to the Penguins. Not, nothing that. That we're not used to. I don't know what's wrong with me, though. I've had actually quite a lot of self-awareness um, in knowing how irrational my behavior has been in the last week. Like, yeah. m- multiple times. Like, my tweets and everything. Like, I've had a lot of awareness on how irrational it actually is. Which is, am I, like, maturing? Or uh, I don't like that. I don't like hearing don't that from you. I don't know. Uh, personally, it does it does sound like you're maturing, and that's not what we want to hear for, on this podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's kind of off putting for me. Yeah, if I'm you like, gross. if you because we're all both. I feel like, like I, we're not mature people. If you start running laps around me in the maturity race, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed off for sure. Like that, that's that's gonna cause some dissension between the two of us. I need to become less self aware about my. Um, sports teams irrational ability. I don't. I can't follow that thought process. I think I know what you meant, and don't I think know you're. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I'm on the right page. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll be. We'll make sense one of these days. We, do we want to go? Let's go to the segments. No, we got college football. Oh yes. Oh yeah. 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 Of college football. I wanted to do this. Um. So you talk. I want to talk about the playoffs. Um, so the first, do you want to talk about any in individual games this week, or do we just want to talk like as a whole about the playoff picture? Um, I like. I want. I wanted to talk about the playoff picture and just like some of the coaching stuff happening. Uh, I missed the opportunity to talk about it last week, but Baylor knocked Oklahoma the hell out of the playoffs, so that yep. felt really good. Uh, but yeah, we could talk about the college football playoff picture right now. Uh, did they put – have they come out with the new rankings yet? Not for the playoffs. That's Tuesday night. Okay. So – but it's looking like it'll be it, – this This is my take on what I think it should be. I mean, like, what I actually think it should be. Not, like, Illinois, Baylor, that um, – but Georgia's going to be number one for sure. Yes, um, I agree. And then I think Ohio State takes number two. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's going to be Bama. And then I think it's going to be Cincinnati. I think they put Cincinnati at four. I do. I I weirdly agree with you that, yes, they will. I think they have to. I think their hand has been pressed. Um, Now, give me your final four for the playoffs. Like, you're honest. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing with Cincinnati is once you put them in, you can't take them out because – 
the way it's setting up is Alabama is going to play Georgia in the SEC championship game, or is, I think are they? They will. Well, okay, yeah. I don't know if they were like different divisions or something like that, but They're, they will play. They will be able to play each other unless Bama loses before. Yeah, and I think. I, I don't know who wins that game necessarily. If Bama loses, yeah. they're out of the playoff picture. Um, Michigan M- Michigan can still technically jump into it if they beat Ohio State, but I don't see that happening. So Ohio State is in. I think they're the I think they're the most Georgia's the most for sure in. Yeah. And then Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um it depends what happens with that Alabama Georgia game because if if Alabama wins, it's going to stay the same as that one through four I had it before. If they lose, I think, I think your Fighting Irish might get in then because the thing that's hurting Notre Dame is they can't get in over Cincinnati. They lost the head to head, so that's it, true. It, 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 but it, it can't happen. But they could still get time. in. Here's here's my final four, and this is all based on precedent. We know, we know that the committee loves precedent, right? Mm-hmm. So. SEC champions getting in, correct? Yeah. For sure. Big Ten champion is getting in. 100% those two will get in. Okay. Those two well, are getting in. somehow Michigan no. beats Ohio State and loses in the, the Big, Big Ten championship game. Big Ten championship is getting in. Yeah. And just based on what's happened in previous years, the ACC champion will also get in. And then Notre Dame's getting in. So it's going to be, here's your matchup for your New Year's games. It is going to be. Georgia at number one, playing number four, Notre Dame. And it will be Ohio State number two, playing number three, Pittsburgh. Okay, okay, chill. To be electric. And then your national championship, January 10th. Everyone tune in. Notre Dame versus Pitt. Are you kidding me? Two blue bloods of college football going at it? I mean, just based on precedent alone. That's what that's what's going to happen logically. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I think Notre Dame will get I, I think like legitimately I am now at the point where I think Notre Dame is actually going to make the playoffs. Pitt I think he's going to have to do a little bit of work to make it. Like being all in all in all seriousness, though, I think Notre Dame's making the playoffs. Uh, one team that should be mentioned is Oklahoma State does have an outside chance of making the playoffs. I think, you know, if they if they beat Oklahoma and Bedlam, they're in the Big 12 championship game. And then they play Baylor, which uh, Baylor's not losing. But if for some godforsaken reason, Baylor ends up losing that game. Then you have a Power 5 team with two wins over a top 10 team and another win over Oklahoma, who is said to finish the season pretty well. And that's only one loss and they're a power five champion. That's going to be tough to keep them out of the playoff too. Yeah, I, I agree. It, I just, it got, I, it, it got a lot more exciting this week with Oregon losing to Utah and getting destroyed by them. Yeah, no, it, I definitely agree with you. Um, but the best New Year's tradition is watching Notre Dame get absolutely assaulted. Um, yeah, it's a, fun. It's we're, it's we're fans of it. I'm I'm a fan of it. It's it's sure. really it's it's just not New Year's without it. Like it's not Christmas without snow for some people. It's not New Year's without me tricking myself into thinking Notre Dame is going to be able to contend with a team that 
um, gives out uh, what exemptions, um, academic exemptions. So yeah. which Notre Dame, which which SEC team not. are you talking about here? Because any, it's all of them. Any of them. actually like Notre Dame, I think is one of the only teams in college football that does not give out academic exemptions. So. I'm not, I mean, let, let's not get into the academics of Notre Dame football players right you are now. Fighting, you are fighting a losing battle. I just I just love the fact that um, Alabama players can – they don't have to show up to class. Their tutors can show up to class, yeah. take their test for them, and they and this is the grade that they get on the test because they should be learning that information from their tutors. Like, that <laughs> baffles me. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, so it's just – It's such a cheat code. It's – yeah. Notre Dame's not are going to compete. At the, like they just can't. They physically can't unless they change all of their morals around the university, which I don't see happening. So yeah. it's never going to happen. They're going to keep getting railed, and I'm going to keep watching it because I'm Notre a Dame's pitch should be listen. Like for some godforsaken reason, like what if football doesn't end up being your career? Maybe you get hurt. Football players get hurt all the time. Wouldn't it be nice to know how to read? That should yeah. be their recruiting because there have been multiple georgia players who have graduated from georgia illiterate yes and they've sued the school because they're like why do i not know how to read how am i a college graduate and i don't i can't i can't read these words are these numbers are these letters i can't tell is this hieroglyphics what am i looking at here yeah imagine that so i have but, that's gotta be that's gotta be a part of the recruiting pitch from now on. It just get it get it get that message relayed to Brian Kelly. Tweet at him. Do what you have to do. Just I put will. it out there on the internet. I'm interweb. pretty effective on the Twitter. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, we could jump into our segments now. Start off with questions. Do you have any questions? I actually don't. I think I asked all my questions kind of within talking. That's weird. I think I don't have any questions either. Oh, perfect. So. Just jump into the real segments. Kicker, coach, yeah. player, tweet. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you want to start here, Josh? I, I'll start and I'll give you my tweet of the week. Okay. Um, my tweet of the week is a compilation of tweets, actually, coming from the Chicago Bulls. Yes. So. Talking about. So it is tradition. It's being after you beat the um, Knicks. Yep. You tweet out bing bong, right? Bing bong. You tweet out bing bong. The Bulls did not. The Bulls tweeted out Bulls win. And people are just like tweeting at him. They're like, what are you doing? Like, where? What? what's wrong with you? And then they send out another tweet. They're like, read the first letter of our last eight tweets. And throughout the game, they spelled out bing bong with every single tweet. And chef's kiss for that. That was absolutely whoever. Whoever the Bulls Twitter guy is deserves a raise because that is absolutely amazing to so see. So calculated. Like, I absolutely love it. And it's. I mean, it really is a great strategy because, like, we're looking at this and we're like, oh, yeah, that was so well planned out. Like, that's so cool. But if they lose, none the wiser. Like, yeah. you just let it go. I yeah. mean, super, I mean, super sweet. That Now people are going to, like, look at look at the Bulls' Twitter yeah, and they're like, were they, were they trying to do something here? Like, let's look at oh, and yeah. they weren't able to do it uh, because they lost. Who knows? Oh, but yeah. um, it was that was very well calculated. That was that, that was awesome. A great troll job of the Knicks too, which is that just makes everything better when the Knicks are losing and getting trolled for it. Uh, really happy about that. Great tweet of the week. 
my tweet is just pretty much all of NBA Twitter right now because it has exploded with LeBron getting in a fight. And uh, I don't know if you saw tonight, Kyle Kuzma's sweater. Uh, he looked like Boo no. from Monsters, Inc. It was just giant pink and worn down. And if NBA Twitter loves anything, it's a fashion statement. And Kuz, he made one tonight. Did you see yeah. the picture? No, I'm going to look it up, though. Okay, yeah, I recommend it. It's it's something yeah. we couldn't pull off, I don't think. I'm going to be honest. I don't think we could do it, personally. All right. I don't have that kind of confidence, is what it is. Okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? Um, Player of the week. Player of the week? All right, who's your yeah. player of the week? I got Trace McSorley. He just got signed by the Arizona Cardinals. Um, yeah. Trace McSorley, throw it on a dime. It's going to be... Pretty sick. I hate that guy so much. <laughs> He's so oh, bad. I do have a question for you. Um, can you let me know what it's going to be like to play a Thanksgiving Day game? Because I don't know because the Ravens all had COVID last year and they completely screwed up our entire season. So yeah. you want to know something that absolutely body bagged me? Um, so the Steelers game played play Sunday night, right? And it ends at like 1150. So I get into bed, clock hits midnight, I open Snapchat, and they give me my memory from a year ago today, which was a picture I took after the Steelers were 10-0. <laughs> I could hey, got, got been, one game better, right? They got one game better. I could not have been lower in that, than that moment. But anyway, who's <laughs> your player of the week? Mine's Trace McSorley because I'm hoping the TikToks come back. Um, so um, that's it. Yeah, my player of the week is uh, Japanese Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. He won the AL MVP. Uh, First Japanese-born player to win it since uh, Ichiro. And uh, he does it both. He he hits and he uh, pitches, which is pretty cool. Very – it was was a fun day for uh, nerds versus non-nerds and just people who don't really understand baseball because they're like, Otani finished the season with like a 265 batting average. How is he winning MVP? Uh, because he pitches, and he pitches well. And 265 is not a bad batting average if you led the AL in home runs or were at the top of the list. So congrats to him. All-time season. Really cool to see him actually stay healthy for an entire season and see what he could be because he hadn't been healthy before, and people were kind of like losing a little faith in him. And he put it all together this year, and it was really exciting. So hope it lasts. Yeah, I like that. Um. Uh, what do you want next, Colin? Uh, let's just go kicker. Kicker of the week? Yeah. Who's your kicker of the week? Mine is the Vikings kicker. Didn't bother to look up his name. Oh, glad, it's Greg glad, Joseph. I get it. It's glad Greg you Joseph. let me go I, first. Because I looked him up. I looked him up. <laughs> it's Greg Joseph. I get that kicker of the week. No, no, no. no. You gave, oh, you gave me My kicker I'm of the week is uh, Greg Joseph. Uh, because I'm so stupid. I am so Well, he has missed a game-winning, like, 30-something yard field goal already. He didn't do it again. He he made the chip shot, which is very out of the normal for um, Vikings kickers. So congratulations to him. Josh, who's your kicker of the week? It's Greg Joseph. No, it's not. You got to choose a different one. You narc. narc. It's Mason Crossbar. Um, God, you're such a narc. It was such a narc move of you. You don't call people narcs? 
you narc. I looked up the name narc. You just narked. You're such a narc now. Yeah. You just expose yourself as a narc. You we'll narc. see. We'll see about that. God. Oh, that sucks. Who's your Who's your coach of the week? Uh, my coach of the week is Ron Rivera. Sweet revenge game over Carolina. Happy for him. It's really good for him. Uh, my coach of the week is Bill Belichick. Ooh. Because he's actually like, it's starting up where they're like, oh, he was the reason. And now the rivalry's back on. The discussion of who was the reason the Patriots were good is totally back on now. And yeah. it's only going to heat up. So we'll see what happens between those two. But Yeah. And especially after, like, I mean, just a week ago, uh, Tom Brady lost to the Washington football team. That didn't help awesome. Didn't help his side of the debate in any way whatsoever. But, yeah, I mean, he's probably going to win coach of the year the way it's shaping up at this point. Shut up. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Uh, fan base of the week. Josh, who's your fan base? Carolina Panthers fans, because I don't know if you saw this moment. There's a fan. No, they said they had a sign that said, yes, we can. And there's a video of her just rolling it up. (laughs) 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 That is just so funny to me. I broke out my poster board (laughs) and Sharpie for nothing. (laughs) Just brutal. I absolutely love it. So who's your fan base of the week? Uh, I have two fan bases of the week. Uh, Bills fans. Because I don't know if you saw the video of Jim Mersey handing autographed $100 bills to Bills fans. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Jim Mersey clowned the entire franchise. He's sitting in his box seat. He's like, thanks for being such good fans. Sorry we absolutely overrated you guys. Here's $100, and here's my signature on it, too. It might be my – like, I that's sick. That's kinda, such that's such a power move right there. I'm kind of ready to like buy in on the Colts a little more now. <laughs> Dude is just strapped with like ten thousand grand cash. It is hilarious. Like, Let me sign a Benjamin real quick. It is hilarious. Oh, I love that. I wish that could be me. This, I mean, Jim Irsay has paid. Uh, he he's very Randy Moss like, where he just pays everything in straight cash. I mean, hilarious. gotta respect the dude. Uh, my other fan base of the week is fans of minor league football because we got the USFL coming around the corner. Another low-quality football league. Josh, hey. now is the time. We're picking our team right now, okay? You want, there's eight teams. You want me to read them off? Yeah. Okay. So we have the Birmingham Stallions. I'm already um, – that's already a contender, okay? The Houston Gamblers. That's okay. It's good. The New Jersey Generals. Probably not going with that one, Josh. Sorry. Uh, Michigan Panthers. Do you actually not know the answer to this yet? I'm reading through it all. (laughs) I know what your team is going to be. The Tampa Bay Bandits. The Philadelphia Stars. The Fund. the, The New Orleans Breakers. And the Pittsburgh Maulers. But here we go, Maulers. Here we go. What, what's up with here we go, Maulers? Here we go. Purple and here we go, Maulers. Here we go. Josh, uh, I mean, what's up with the team colors? I don't know. I think someone's colorblind. I don't want to talk about it. Like, just let me have the Maulers. I have another. They went with purple and orange. 
purple and orange. It'll change. It'll change. It's not a good look. Somehow they'll have to change it. So I think, I, I think we might be hopping on two different teams. I'm thinking yeah, um, I'm Birmingham, I'm Houston, or uh, blood thicker than water, Kellen. And steel is thicker than blood. I like the name Gamblers. That's just a good name for a football team You're right just there. Degenerate. I don't gamble anymore. You want to? It's you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wait. You, will you be my bookie? We'll talk about it. That's says it's like so. Gambling's legal in Michigan, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You're like, why? I'm like, oh, it's just cool because it's not legal in Texas. <laughs> and you're like, uh, Kellen, do you need a bookie? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna pay rent. Is oh, it's just such a funny way to get to there. Uh, but um, also, like, I I feel like we need to. Like I know you're a Chelsea fan. I think we need to reconsider this. Our EPL team. I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm you're not, locked in. You're locked yeah, into that. I literally have been to Stamford Bridge. I've been to Chelsea. I, I you only go to a different stadium, Josh. I've been to Wrigley Field. I'm not a Cubs Dude, fan. They use the same shampoo in the showers for Chelsea that they do in Buckingham Palace. See, that's why. That's why I'm not in on Chelsea. It's like. That's too big, high that's and mighty, so sort of. That that's too that's too good. Like I need I need to I need to be with my people. I need to be with the salt of the earth here. For my bandwagon team. Like I looked up the record and Chelsea was in first place. That doesn't feel right to me. Like just to hop on that bandwagon. Or, ugh. I I grew I've I've been there a couple times. I you know. What if we find a team that has the colors gold and black, black and gold, black and yellow? The Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Well, we're already Riverhounds fans here. I mean, I not not to brag, but I did work for them for a bit. Obviously. It's pretty sick. I was yeah. living your dream, but I, I'm just saying, you know, maybe reconsider. Okay, I'll think about it. It's just very not blue collar vibe at all. You know, I'll really take that to heart. Okay, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. You got yeah, that's all I got. No. That's good episode. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you all next week. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, enjoy the football. Enjoy the food. If you can, enjoy the family. Um, enjoy the beer. See yeah. you all next week. Stay on by this week. Yep. See you next time. Bye. I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around And the rumpus and ruck is so comfortable now Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow So I got an apartment across from the park Put quinoa in my fridge, still I'm not feeling right Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow Here we go Like I'm gonna puke cause my tax